0: So when I was in my college days, uh, I got a summer job, which I more or less enjoyed. I used to fit windows in houses, which so was great. because We'd get up in the mornings, go into the, the depot in Thurlis, and then we'd load the various windows or conservatories that we'd be fitting that day into the van. And then we'd drive off, could be anywhere, anywhere around Tipperary, Kilkenny, maybe as far as Leash, and, uh, and then fit windows. So you're in different people's houses and different... Building sites, and every day was kind of different, so it was fun. Uh, and as an unskilled labourer, uh, you start at the bottom rung of the ladder, right? So your job, when you get to the to the site, the lads will go up and they'll start sizing up the windows. They'll tell you what window they want. So you know, bring us the the, the four foot three by 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 two foot seven window. You've gone to the van, horse up and you you're the one running up and down the stairs and then you know bring us the 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 hilti drill bring it bring us the the 25 mil uh the the four inch coring or whatever whatever you need chisel hammer (coughs) all these things that was your job at the beginning understandably uh and this isn't this isn't this doesn't them being mean this is the way things normally work you start at the bottom rung but then what happens is you see uh as as you learn what all of these things are and how they work uh, you're able to anticipate what needs to be done, right? So when you get to the when you get to the building site, you already know he's going to need the window clips, he's going to need the spacers, he's going to need a crowbar, and he's going to need a power source. So when you get to the building site, you're already there. You're already there. You, you, you come out of the van. You've got those awesome. Um, you probably don't. This probably means nothing to you. But there's a, a brand of trousers called Snickers, right? Builders love Snickers because they've got these extra pockets. They've got loads of pockets. So you fill, your pocket, you fill your Snickers pockets with all the bits and pieces that you need for the job. And it's great because then you get to the windows and you're able to already anticipate what they need. And then when he says, can you bring the, the cement for cementing it in? It's called bonding, right? So when you get to the site, he, he says, can you bring, the, bring us the bonding? And you have a quick look and you say, about, about a half bag, is it? And he says, yeah, about a half a bag. But now he knows that you know how much bonding you need. And then when you bring it up, you already have the water. So he said, well, will I mix it up? why don't you mix it up away there and you know how much water to put in basically you're learning on the job and the others see that you're learning so then by week two, by week three, by week four you're getting more responsibility now they tell you do you want to mix up the bonding below and uh, you know, bring it up and here, actually, do you want to bond that far so you get, to, you get your trowel out and pfft, you, see, you plaster the whole thing in and you're learning okay? so this is, this is normal in the real world that when you start a job you start at the beginning and then you learn bit by bit. And the more you learn, the more responsibility you get. Now, it may be that you don't want any more responsibility. Maybe It may be, actually, that was what happened to the guy before me, the guy whose job I took, actually, uh, in order to work there. I said, how, how, did the, how did my predecessor get on? Oh, he lasted about two weeks. Why was that? We asked him for a drill bit, a 12 mil drill bit, and he said, what's that? <laughs> so he wasn't really, wasn't really the most practical young fella. So, so anyway, I noticed then that you know, I was getting more and more responsibility. They trusted me more. Then they allowed me to actually fit windows uh, by the end of it. Why well, do I say this? In our gospel today, uh, Jesus talks about... It's, it's, it's a very similar gospel to the gospel of the talents, right? This, in, this, in this particular gospel from Luke, it's, it's pounds. So there's a man of noble birth going away to become king, and he, he gives uh, a pound to three of his servants now there's a couple of interesting details about this okay he gives the pound and he wants them to obviously do something with it so when he comes back he asks them well what what did you do with the money that i gave you so i gave you a a certain amount of responsibility now a talent is about 33 kilos of silver so that's quite a lot of money 33 kilos of silver is uh, substantial like that's i don't know how that would even convert to money today but it's a lot of money okay here he gives them a pound now the first guy comes in and says yeah you gave me a pound i've made 10 out of it well done good and faithful servant here's a, here's your you gave me a pound i have made five out of it well done good and faithful servant now what does he what does he reward them with what does he give them they were faithful with a pound and now he gives them the same number of cities that they made that pound into. So from 1 pound becomes 10 pounds, I now give you control over 10 cities. City, a city. There there like are there 10 proper cities in Ireland? Like yeah, I think we probably make 10 cities, I don't know. Uh so like that's that's a lot. Right? You made 5 pounds out of your 1 pound, I give you control over five cities. So the idea is if you can be trustworthy with small things, you can be trustworthy with enormous things, but if you can't be trustworthy with small things, you can't. You will not be trustworthy with huge things. You often see this with um, this kind of. I've mentioned this before as well, but this kind of fascination with the, the lottery, winning the lottery. You know, if a person spends an awful lot of money on lottery tickets, I guarantee you that if they did win the lottery, they'd spend an awful lot of money on other things and blow it. They would waste it, because if they can't be responsible. With limited resources, when they get a lot of resources, they will be irresponsible with them too. Okay, why is this important? This is important because our time here on earth is limited. Our abilities, our, our gifts, our talents, they're limited. We, not all of us can do everything. So the Lord wants us to do the good we can while we can and to, to not hesitate. And what's interesting as well is that these, these talents and these abilities this responsibility that we have been given isn't just for us and isn't just about us you know so the 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 man who's been given one pound makes 10 out of it is now in control of 10 cities so now his influence his responsibility now affects a whole range of cities 10 full cities are affected by this man so us getting our part right affects others you know my prayer life isn't just about me my correspondence to God's will isn't just about me it affects other people so it's, it's this is like this is the responsibility we have we have a, a responsibility towards each other you know I, I think I, I would have found this from I would have thought this myself anyway that that my, my prayer life is kind of about me and God and it's a very kind of you know me and him there are two people involved in this relationship but the more I my my, my the older I get, or the more my priesthood goes on, I see that this has this is a, there's a much much bigger picture to all of this. I affect other people, and you affect other people. Your faith, the way you live your faith, affects other people. Now, you may not want that, as in maybe you don't want people, maybe you don't want to have to be an example because being an example is hard. Being an example means you're constantly watched, and everything you do is constantly weighed up, and it's all constantly gauged, and you're constantly you may even feel constantly judged. Uh, but being an example. Uh, being an example is so it's 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 critical for us to actually accept that role why because in so many other things unimportant things we don't mind being being an example you know maybe for example uh i don't mind looking like the fit one you know i kind of yeah i have the clothes that make sure everything looks puffy in the right places and so i'm this kind of example of fitness okay or maybe i don't mind being an example of of being well dressed or having the makeup in all the right places and and i do that every day and religiously i get up and make sure that i'm I'm, you know i present myself well i'm an example of of taste and style okay and those kind of things I have no problem the 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 car i choose i have no problem presenting myself in a certain way in things that don't matter but we have a responsibility also to present ourselves in a certain way as regards our faith, to be an example as regards our faith. Far, far, far more important than than all of these other things. But it can feel, yeah, it can feel a bit... This expression is often used, I just want to be normal. I just want to be normal. What's normal? What is normal? Rather than just wanting to be normal... I just want to be what God wants me to be. I just want to answer his call. I just want to correspond to his will. So if I can be responsible with my limited resources and my limited time, the way I understand this is, as St. Peter tells us, God wishes to divinize us, that we would share in his divine nature. So if I can use my limited power and ability and intelligence for good now then when I share God's nature when I share God's nature I will then be trustworthy with I'm not even sure what, what power that gives us because I mean <coughs> we won't go around creating new universes so I, I don't really know what even we do with all of that power in heaven I don't know I don't know I think we'll have a much greater ability to love I think we'll have a much greater ability to, to, to see the good in others I think we'll have a much more more merciful heart I think we'll be much more like God in those things that count but if I can be responsible with my limited resources now then I can be trusted with that power later if I can't be trusted with my limited power now then I'm doing like the last guy I take the pound and what's interesting is he takes the pound and he doesn't even waste it he doesn't waste it he just gives it back as he got it which isn't even that bad He didn't blow it. He didn't steal it. He didn't say, you gave me a pound. I blew it on drink last Friday. Sorry. No, he he was given a pound and he gives it back. And for that then, he's called a wicked servant. It it wasn't so much that he did something bad. He just didn't do something good. Do you know what I mean? So our our calling isn't just avoid sin. Don't, whatever you do, go through life. And the standard here is don't sin. No, the standard here is do the good you can while you can pray with those who you can while you can be an example to those around you while you can love those around you while you can serve those around you while you can use whatever you have, whatever abilities you have for the good of others while you can so our calling our call isn't just avoid sin but do something good it's not a negative call it's positive, very, very positive. And as I say, like the, the consequences are serious, and the consequences aren't just for us. They're for those around us. <coughs> so, one last comment just on the, the last line here, because it seems a bit, it, it doesn't seem like Jesus, right? It, it seems a bit odd uh, in this gospel here uh, from Luke nineteen eleven. Take the pound from him, so the man who had one pound, right? Take the, man, take the pound from him and give it to the man who has 10 pounds, And they said to him, but sir, he has 10 pounds. I tell you, to everyone who has will be given more, but from the man who has not, even what he has will be taken away. To everyone who has will be given more. To everyone who has not, even the little he has will be taken away. What on earth does that mean? Now see, the Lord here is not talking about money, because the Lord couldn't care less about money. It's just, it's indifferent to him. Money is only a tool, a thing, just like anything else, like barley, like water, like milk, stuff that we can use to build up a world and nourish ourselves. It's only a thing. Right? It's not important. So he's not talking about money here. What is he talking about? If I can be responsible, <clears throat> if I'm given one talent, and I, I can, out of that I make ten, if I can be responsible with my abilities and use them for the, for the building up of God's kingdom, if I can be responsible with my limited love and learn how to love others and, and constantly serve and, and grow in my love, my love continues to grow. My ability to serve continues to grow. My heart gets wider and wider. So the more I give, the more I'm able to give. I, it's like I learn this ability to give and to serve and to love. And the more I love, the more I'm able to love. It's like training, like weight training, distance, distance running. The, we, we, the, the more you do it, the, the more you're able to do it. So the more I I love, the more I'm able to love. So whereas conversely, the less I love, the more my heart starts to close in. And the more narrow I get, the colder I get. So even what I have is taken away from me. I had had, had a a limited amount of love. I don't use it. I start to lose even that. And now I start to just withdraw into myself. I have a a greater ability to love or, or I use this ability to love. My heart gets wider and wider and now I'm capable of ever greater love. You understand? So, so the, the, the one pound is given to the guy with ten. But he already has ten. He's already loving a lot. Yeah, but look at what he's doing with it. He's using it. He's using his ability to love. So yeah, it gets, it gets bigger and bigger. So to him who has, will be given more. But to him who has not, if we, if we don't use this ability to love, while we have it, then even what we have will be taken away. So that's, that's what the Lord is talking about here. So we have a, a, a great vocation, we really do, to walk with each other and accompany each other towards heaven. And we do so by leaning on each other, helping each other when we need it, because we will all need help at, at, at a certain time. Times when, when we're lonely or things are dark or we're struggling with some issue, struggling with ourselves or struggling with someone else. So we lean on each other. Then there'll be other occasions when others will lean on us There'll be plenty of situations, daily situations, where we'd have the ability to love and lift others up. We have the ability to, to console, the ability even like in hiddenness to pray for someone, to be there for someone. So the, the abilities that we have been given, limited and all as they are, we can make them grow. And if we can be responsible with these limited abilities, we can be responsible to share God's own nature so we ask the lord today to open our eyes today to every situation where he's calling us to love with his heart to love with a selfless divine heart to love in service to love even when it hurts to love as he would amen